Okay, hello, my name is Elena Wolf, and I am an actor here in Toronto from Mississauga, Ontario. <laughs> you, you say that like you're afraid. I know. I just feel like there's so much, so many judging eyes. I just the second I say Mississauga, I think of my my best friend who makes fun of me because I love the suburbs. I'm like such a suburb girl. Really? Yeah. Like every time I had an opportunity to move into the city, I was like, you know. So you're still like Mississauga. Oh is yeah, still home? Mississauga. If it's not LA, yeah. Is it is it the space or? Um, it's yeah. It's like being able to like. What is that food? You want some food? I, I mean, no, I, don't, I can't eat right oh, now. No. I'm like starving. <laughs> no, but I can't. <laughs> it's all for you. Uh, yeah, I love the space. I love the fact that there's no traffic. I love that things are predictable. I love malls. We already covered that <laughs> earlier. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. All right. I don't know what it is. And LA is similar. I spent a lot of time out there. You know, I lived there for like five, six years mm-hmm. and it feels like a suburb too. So. Okay. I like that. Well, welcome to Toronto. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, yeah. when 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 uh, when Amira first um, <clears throat> introduced uh, the idea of you coming on the show, uh, it was Elena V. Wolf. It still is. I so forget what does V stand v for. V stands for Vemic. It's uh, my okay. husband's na- my husband's last name. Ah, so okay. I um, I actually started the show mm-hmm. th- for this show that I'm on as Elena Wolf. Okay. And then halfway through, they change it with the V. Ch- I put the V, and I said to my agent, "I said I think I need to pay homage to my husband." And so um, we just like threw that in there. So I'm still getting used to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what that's for. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Um, so I, I was I, I actually thought that because all your schooling and everything is down in the states, that that's where you're from. But you grew up here. Totally. In the burbs. In the birds. Okay, in Mississauga? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you haven't left home. I haven't left home. I spent a lot of, like, when I did my undergrad and when I went away for law school, like, I did all that stuff uh, outside of the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But every time I came back, I had no urge to leave Toronto. So, okay. yeah, basically just, like, born and raised in Mississauga. That's <laughs> funny. Was, um, and another thing I found out. Yeah. Uh, besides acting. Yes is uh you were a professional tennis player yeah i that, was so so let's 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 start from the beginning <laughs> okay then. um were you were these two your two loves as as a kid acting and tennis uh yeah definitely like it's like it was hard it was so um i don't know i come from an immigrant family and so when you have where these your parents two from? parents serbia and right. croatia were you but you were born here? i was born okay. here mm-hmm and um, when you have parents that immigrate, they have very uh, s- strong, I would say, powers over their children. I don't know. Like, mm. I-, I find that that's sure. a trend amongst a lot of my yeah. first generation friends here. And uh, my dad was really into sports and my mom was a really big artist. And so I just kind of kept dabbling in both. Like, my mom forced me to take piano lessons, like, 24 mm. 7 and you know dance classes and anything in the performing arts right and then my dad was mom really was a dancer or a musician she was a singer okay yeah she was a singer back in the day in the 70s mm-hmm. um and my dad was really into tennis and sports and okay so that's kind of how that happened so it was always like a little bit of this a little bit of that you know um and then but what happened was when i when i was about 14 15 i, mm-hmm. I was really good at tennis yeah. and um i think that overcame um other other loves mm-hmm. for the time being and i realized okay if you're going to be a professional athlete like it's legit like you can't do anything else yeah really that's I mean, really have you good ever when seen... you're on that yeah yeah 
So, you know, you, you can't do both. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just, I stopped everything and just did tennis for, you know, a good solid 10 years, 10, 15 wow. years. Yeah. So when you said when you were 14, you started to really focus? Yeah. Like I started playing uh, when I was 10 mm-hmm. and, um, but at 14, like, you know, I had to train like four or five hours a day. Wow. And I still had school. Sure. Um, barely had time for homework. Traveled a lot for tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, took So I took some time off before I decided to go to college to play the pro tour. And um, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. is awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. It's Dude, so, so, so tell crazy. Me, I'm, I'm always curious. <laughs> I'm always, I get fascinated by, um, by stars still. Um, so I'm really curious. Um who did you get to play? Um, who did you like? Your eyes just bulged open. Like, does that happen? The, did that happen to you in the tennis world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! I don't know if you know a lot about tennis, but um, when I was playing tennis, there was a tennis player whose name was Gustavo Kirtin. Okay. He was, f- oh my god, where was he from? Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my first moment where I was just like. Oh my God, you are so famous and so amazing at this sport and like such an ambassador. When I saw him playing, I was only like 11 or something at the time. Oh, wow. And I think when I saw him training at the Rogers Cup, at that point, I think it was called the Du Maurier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw him there and I just kind of had this moment where I was like, I want to, uh, this is it. Like, I'm going to do it. And it was with Gustavo Kirtin, which is so weird. It's not even a girl. It was mm-hmm. a guy, you know, um, which, which I thought was... I mean, I think about it. Looking back now, I'm like, it should yeah. have been like Monica Sellish or someone. Yeah. <laughs> but it was Gustavo Kirtan. So um, so that was kind of my moment there. Yeah. But, nice. I, you know, even today, like I see, because my husband's a, a, a professional tennis coach. So he mm. travels, he tours. And like, I've met them all now. Yeah. Uh, I've even gone to some of their weddings. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, it's not as impactful as no, Gustavo no. Kirtan. Really? It's so weird. Wow. <laughs> I got to look at the name. I, the name rings a bell. Yeah. I need to look. He had a really weird grunt. I don't know if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them do. They, oh, yeah. 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 They do. <laughs> so so what is, was it Celis that, that got um, mm. like a lot of the commentators, a lot of the media she was the first, like, her. can I demonstrate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, ha-ee! Yeah. That was her, that was her grunt. So tell me, like, why, what about the players? Did, did they get upset or angry at, at these Oh yeah. verbal tics? Ma- Maria Sharapova took it to the next level, I think, like, a few years ago before she had that whole scandal. Mm-hmm. She was really loud. Yeah. And, like, they would actually, in the middle of the match, go to the umpire and be like, dude, can you tell her to quiet down? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. They were even thinking about changing the rules up for a first short moment of time wow. because it's distracting yeah like, it, it's funny because the courts you think like you see the stadium court but it's not there's not a lot of space between the stadium court and like a court on the other side so you can actually hear oh really what's happening on another court oh wow so you can actually hear grunts on another court and you're trying to focus, focus on your own <laughs> yeah so yeah it was a, it bothers everyone not just your opponent it bothers you know people. were you a grunter Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was your your imitation? Um, what, what was, was it? Mine was like, mine was a weird grunt. It was kind of like I was giving birth almost. It was like, <laughs> it was like, it was like, 
It was like a, I don't know, like it was very weird with this, like blowing a balloon or something. I don't know. It wasn't that loud, but it was a weird grunt, (laughs) to tell you that much. (laughs) That is funny. Yeah. So you you played professional before you went to college? Yeah, I played. um, There's a rule, like the NCAAs, um, the D1 schools don't, uh, well, now they do. Mm -hmm. Before, they wouldn't allow you to take money and then play college. Yes, yes. So any prize money I made, I didn't take. Because mm-hmm. a part of me, like I wasn't doing that well, and a part of me wasn't really happy on the tour. Mm. Um, uh, and so I just, I just didn't, you know, I played by the rules, and then sure. I just thought, you know what, I just want to, I want to do something different. Yeah. Um, what happened on tour? So Why didn't you like it? I think that I wasn't mentally strong enough. Mm. I think like it's a really lonely sport. Um, you know, I, not a lot of those people, I'm sorry if I'm offending any of you tennis players, but like, they're not very normal. And, you know, when you, when you grow up alone and like you're homeschooled and even the sport itself is very solitary, like there's not, it's not a team sport. Yeah. You have to solve all of your problems by yourself. You have to like basically be your own boss Mm -hmm. the whole time. It creates a lot of problems. And I just wasn't strong enough for that. Like, I wanted to talk. To, like, I wanted to hang out. I wanted to, like, sp- I'm an extra, like an extrovert, yeah. you know? So, for me, I think a lot of other things got in the way of that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Now that in retrospect, like, I just think it probably wasn't the love of my life, like, yeah. in terms of a career choice. Because now I'm way happier, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, there's that. I what don't did, know. What did Dad say when you when you left tennis? Um, he... he he was kind of, he was pissed off. I mean, <laughs> he was like, oh, and that's another one. Like, he has a son, too, <laughs> that was supposed to be a hockey player, you know? And like, he quit. And he's like, bye. <laughs> you All, know? These quitters. <laughs> All these quitters. Um, and so he was like, yeah, he wasn't, like, the happiest. But now he's mm-hmm. like, when are you going to have grandkids? You know, like, I want to see what I can do with he's them. Moved on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. Okay, thanks, Dad. Um, yeah, so whatever, whatever. It is it is what it is now, but. It was, yeah. <laughs> so along the way, what was so you play? You play tennis. You go on tour. No. You leave that to go to school. Yeah. Where did you, and you went on a tennis scholarship though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a full scholarship, um, in Richmond, Virginia, mm-hmm. and uh, that was that one. That's in itself like college. Te- this is the one thing that I'm like going off on a tangent here, but that's the one thing that Canada doesn't have mm-hmm. is like a really solid. Um, athletic program for people to stay in the country for you know like mm. I didn't really want to move to Virginia yeah. you know but um, I wanted to continue playing tennis and like use that to get an education sure and um, that's kind of how that happened you know mm-hmm. so weird like I'd never lived in the states I didn't know what being in America meant especially mm-hmm. in like such a crazy city like Richmond um, <clears throat> and so yeah it was vi- it was wild like very different than here was there any <clears throat> acting along the way before you got to richmond no nothing eh? nothing just wow. like high school stuff sure uh and then i really wanted to major in theater mm-hmm. but i couldn't because i'd lose my scholarship um i didn't have what did you have to major in was it with a rule no 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 <laughs> there was just you had there's so many rehearsal t- like you had to ah, okay there's no time for rehearsal like i couldn't go to rehearsal and skip practice Makes like you sense. can't do that. Yeah. So I was just stuck with, you know. What did you major in? 
like at the end of the day, I even wrote a little short story about it. Like I never chose a major until my junior year mm-hmm. because I didn't care. <laughs> like the only thing I want to do is theater and tennis. Um, <laughs> so I ended up majoring in like rhetoric and communication. Like Rhetoric and communication. Yeah, like it's the most, ra- it's basically what all the football players majored in. Ah. Yeah, it was great. I was like, you know. Um, but, uh, it was literally at like, so junior year comes along and I get a call from our kind of Dean literally. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Hey, you know, you have to declare a major, right? Like you're, (laughs) you're graduating in like a year. I'm like, Oh crap. Yeah, I guess you're right. What, uh, what do we got here? Like, let's look at all the the classes that I have. What courses have I taken? Yeah. (laughs) And so we literally just took the classes that I had the most of in one major. Yeah. And that was your major yeah nice yeah very unorganized you know what college let's just say college that's need you know you don't have to say much more than that it's just kind of a mess <laughs> a mess <laughs> so you graduate <clears throat> yeah with a ba in rhetoric yeah <laughs> i'm like 18 minors <laughs> what do you what, what, what what's next for you um, did you end up you didn't go back on tour no, on my last, so on my last tournament, like we had our, our last kind of ter- uh, game where we mm-hmm. played, we played um, the NCAAs mm-hmm. and my last match, I literally took my racket and just chucked it over the fence. I was over, <laughs> I was over that it. Was like it. at that point I was like, this is done. Like now I'm really done. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, yeah. I threw it like, that much, I eh? never got the racket back. Yeah. That much hate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like such a love hate. And like our coach um, didn't really do a lot for us, I don't think. And that's kind of, it took, it just took the fun out of it, you huh. know? Um, but uh, yeah, I came back. Everything happens for a reason, honestly. Like yeah. I came back, no tennis, came back to Toronto and I was like, great. Now that tennis is out of my life, let's do acting. Really? Let's, let's go for into it. it. Let's, yeah. It's interesting. I've, I've had two athletes on prior to you uh-huh. so perdita flissian okay hurdles wow oh yeah her? oh my god amazing world, world champion yeah. and then jeremiah brown okay who just wrote a book but he is a silver medalist in uh eight men rowing okay wow and they both had the same thing they like perdita never <laughs> she never loved it yeah um but it was a but she, it was interesting she liked the um, she loved the attention. She yeah. loved being in the spotlight. And this was the <clears throat> thing. Yeah. Um, for Jeremiah, it was a, a goal of his. Um, and he just wanted to do whatever it took to get that goal. Amazing. And it was interesting. When it was done, it was done. He was like, okay, I've done. I've, <laughs> I've reached my goal. Now, what's yeah. next? Yeah. You know, and yeah. he says he hasn't been. He never, he's never rode to enjoy. It's, it's always been. To accomplish practice and everything and, and leading up to races and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. That I can is see that. Really interesting. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised because at the end of the day, it's still a job. Mm. Like, and who really, okay, that's, I'm going to, who really loves their job? I don't know. I mean, I love my this job. This one here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a job is a job. Like, yeah, I love acting, but like I come home and I'm really tired and yeah, Mm. I'm excited to like have a weekend sometimes, you know? Sure. I think, um, I think it's normal, but, um, interesting, interesting comparisons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So you, you left and you go, okay, let's get into acting. Yeah. Like what's, what's the move? What do you do? Where do you go? 
okay, well, this was before the times of the internet. Uh-huh. I mean, the internet did exist, but we weren't well versed in the internet. Like, <laughs> I didn't really know. I had dial up. You're talking like, like you're was... 45, 50 years <laughs> old or something. I've done a lot of work on my face, really. <laughs> um, no, but like, you know, I didn't have a smartphone. I had my parents didn't even speak English. Like, how are they supposed to help me? You know? So I'm like, well. Your hockey playing brother? My hockey playing brother was, where was he? I don't even know. He was, he, he was moved out already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Married, married. He's right. married. He's gone. Um, gone in Etobicoke. Like <laughs> <laughs> Marriage is like the end all. <laughs> I'm going to take snippets of this conversation and just send it <laughs> to your producer. She hates her job. <laughs> to your brother, he's gone. My parents yeah. don't speak English. Yeah, please <laughs> do it. It's so it's it is what it is, you know. Um, so I had to like kind of figure it out, man. Like, I, what did I do? I well, the first thing I needed was headshots. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, no, I took a class. I took okay. an acting class. Yeah, uh, can't remember which one. No, it's a commercial class. So like, how to how to audition for a commercial, which is the dumbest class ever okay. because you literally just walk in and they're like, and then you have to smile. And then that's it. And you're like, okay. Uh, so in the intermission, I had this, like, there's a board, and I saw headshots. So I called this woman up, and I had some headshots done. And she's like, do you have an agent? And I was like, no, actually, I don't have an agent. She's like, oh, my friend's an agent. I'll hook you guys up. And so um, got hooked up there, met up with this agent. Um, her name was Liz Hampton. Mm-hmm. She took me under, my wing, under her wing, like, immediately, which, you know, I'm so happy for that opportunity. And uh, on my first, very first audition, which I didn't even know what an audition process was. Like, I remember, sure. um, what's her name? Larissa Mayer. She's huge. She's a really big casting director here. And she she pulls me out of the room and she's like, you can't go into the room like that. And I'm like, what? Like, what? What did I do wrong? And she's yeah. like, you're auditioning for the role of a Russian hooker. Why are you wearing a T-shirt? And I was like, I, I I don't know what and she's like and you're not wearing any makeup mm-hmm. and your hair like it's a ponytail and I was like oh I haven't thought about any of these things like yeah. clearly have no idea what I'm doing okay and she's like I'm gonna let you go and get ready and come back tomorrow oh wow yeah it was a lesson like she slapped me on the wrist you know what I mean like but from and every time I go into an audition like even for the for this Nickelodeon show I was thinking of her the whole time I was like you didn't dress up as a hooker because you're no. <laughs> No, but and I kept. I ended up buying like a hooker dress, and I still keep it in my closet to remind me. I'll never wear it again. But it's like you open my closet, and you're like, "What? What the hell is that?" And like it's like a stripper dress. But hey, you know, I got and and so anyway. Bottom of the bottom line is, I got the role. Wow! And not only did I get the role, they actually had written a new character in for me. Mm. Yeah. So um, that was pretty cool. Was what, like and what show was this? Was it a show or the movie? Bri- uh, the bridge. Okay. The bridge. Um, yeah and uh, it was it was it was crazy like it was just one thing led to another it was so organic Mm -hmm. and I was like this is meant to be Mm -hmm. like it just is that doesn't happen yeah I think now did you do modeling I read somebody did some modeling yeah was that like way before no no you're right sorry that's true um (laughs) that's so funny I forgot about modeling to the point where when I was trying to file my taxes this year they're like you already have an HST number and I was like, How, why? <laughs> <laughs> what did I make money in? And they're like, well, we can't tell you. You have to tell us. <laughs> like, it's part of the security process. And I'm like, I don't know. 
what did I do? And the woman's trying to help me. She's like, it's not singing. It's not dancing. No but, way. and I'm like, I have no idea. What is it? <laughs> we, I couldn't figure it out. And I don't even know how she ended up having to tell me. She had to like call me back, like talk to a superior. And then she like, it was for modeling, honey. And I was like, oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> I was with, um, I was with a big agency here. Again, way back when. Yeah. Like it wasn't even way. Like I, I graduated from. <laughs> Um, it was around the same time. So like I was modeling with Ford and, um, oh, yeah. yeah, it was a big agency here. They closed it down now, but it's still around. It's huge and did good. Like I did good with that, you know? And, uh, I think that's w- how I decided it was time to start acting again, okay, like okay. going into it. Really. How many years were you doing modeling for? Like, um, a year. Okay. And throughout like throughout the next 10 years, like always a little, you okay. know, yeah, just yeah. like to make some money on the side. Sure, sure, sure. Make some money on the side. <laughs> I really do sound like a stripper. <laughs> You've got the outfit now. I know, exactly. You make use of it. Yeah, why not? You write it off, right? If you, <laughs> <laughs> You've got the HST number. Yeah, that's actually hilarious. I might do that. I'm filing my taxes this week. So that was your first gig. Do you remember? And, and that was your first audition as well. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first audition you went to where you didn't get a gig? No. No. Don't tell me you've gotten everything. That was an insane year now that I think about it because mm. I, maybe I had auditioned for something else, but then I had also auditioned for Degrassi that same like summer. Mm-hmm. Which version? The movie. Okay. But not to get like super depressing, but my I couldn't be living at home and acting like in the household that I was in. Mom and dad were saying, when are you coming home? No, no. They were saying, when are you going back to school? Or like, when oh, are really? you getting a real job? Or when are you, mm. you know? And I was like, look, I can't, I Immigrant can't do family, this. family, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can see So, that. I don't know. I just, uh, I wanted to get out of there. Yeah. So, I, um... I was auditioning and I was having success, you know, yeah. but it didn't mean anything. Um, and so I just kind of like applied to a bunch of law schools because I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. But, you know, rhetoric and communication clearly fit the bill. <laughs> I don't know. You, you talk when you're in whatever. Um, so I got this role for Degrassi, like right after the role for the bridge, basically. Mm-hmm. And then I went to law school. So like I didn't have any like. I didn't have any bad auditions here while while I was here. And it was only for like five months, like maybe five, six months. The law school? No, like the auditioning in Toronto before I moved moved away for like seven years, basically. Tell me about law school. Like, so you do, you do the bridge, you do Degrassi, then you go to law school. Yeah. To get your parents off your back. I know. I, yeah, I did that. And I ended up, I ended up living in London and, um, this roommate that I had, so I got scammed. Like I went into uh, London thinking I had an apartment ready for myself. Yeah. But I got scammed through a Western Union scam. Oh my. So I didn't have an apartment and I was out forty uh, $4,000. So. And you're homeless in London. I'm homeless in London. So I like literally go to a library because there's, there's no internet. Like, I mean, there is, but again, smartphones, <laughs> like I have a little tiny flip phone. What's that going to yeah. do? So I have to go to a library and like find an article on craigslist like to see if someone's looking for a roommate so i find this girl and um we we end up rooming together and she's like say what do you do and i said you know an actor i was an actor but i left home because i couldn't deal with my parents and she's like well my aunt's an agent so again falls right into my lap (laughs) i go meet with this woman yeah my first audition i land this toyota commercial that um paid for my entire law school 
Oh my goodness. It was insane. It was like the God was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, stop trying to turn around. Like, what the yeah, hell? Acting thing. Yeah. So, um, so that, and then obviously when I was in England, I was competing against like really serious actors. Mm-hmm. So like I went up for big roles, like Game of Thrones. While Trump. you're in school. While I was in school. Yeah. yeah like I juggled that pretty hardcore. Uh, and, uh. I just got, I just, I didn't get anything really. Like I got a lot of commercials, Okay. Um, but I didn't get any roles. So mm. like, that's when I started feeling the pinch, <laughs> like the, to come back. just like the pinch that like, it's not always going to be this easy. Ah, uh, okay. You know, there's a lot of talented yeah. actresses out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you, what did you specialize in law school? Like anything to like entertainment law or something so, like that? So yeah. So that happened after. So ah. like you finish your, you finish your LLB or your JD or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you can get what's called an LLM, which is like a master's of, of uh, 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 like legal masters, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's when I went to uh, UCLA and then I, I specialized in entertainment law okay. there. So I just kept going to law school. I just kept going to law school. So you're a lawyer? I'm a lawyer. You're my first lawyer on here. There you go. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, I don't practice. I still mm-hmm. have my I still have my license, and you know I pay my dues, but yeah. I don't practice. I just um, has it helped you at all? I'm curious. <clears throat> In life, or yeah, just like well, I don't know with contracts. Well, for example, and... yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Like it helps, like knowing what I can get, like where people can rip me off and where they can't rip me off, mm. for example. You no know, more like, Western Union scams. <laughs> could you, how ironic is that? Like, now I know. <laughs> God. Um, Don't you read but, the uh, Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there was no internet. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, no, it, it's helpful. If I ever have kids, I'd totally send them to law school against their will. Yeah. Totally. I feel like you're going to law school. Sorry. You'll thank me later. Yeah. And and I, I, that's literally what's happening right now. I'm like, oh man, I can do this and this and this. Like Rogers, for example, Rogers Mm. has this thing hanging over my, my driveway and shouldn't be there. It really, it literally should not be there. Mm. No permission was asked. It's an easement over my property. It's ugly. It's dangerous. It's anyway, just saying. I'm writing a letter to them tomorrow. Watch out, Rogers. <laughs> Look out, Rogers, if you're listening. Elena Wolf is <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, so you're in England, yeah. you do law <clears throat> school, uh, Toyota commercial pays for your yeah. education. Yeah. You come back, go to LA, I mean, uh, uh, Los Angeles, yep. yeah, LA. I go back, I go, I move to LA, yeah. 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 To do yeah. like your master's. Mm-hmm. Hoping out there I would somehow work around the green card situation and be able to act. Mm. That was the that was the goal. I never went to law school wanting to be a lawyer. No. I went to law school to basically try to be an actor. I mean, how how messed up is that? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just I well, never. Everyone does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was out there and I was hustling. Like I, I even tried to. You know, I worked at Warner Brothers for a little bit, mm-hmm. trying to like schmooze my way around but you can't like the, an office job type. an office yeah, job yeah, yeah. but like thinking oh you know maybe there's a way in that way there really was no way we, it would no way in that way mm-hmm. uh but i did meet a lot of people that you know to this day are, are good friends and like i can reach out to them and they're very successful in the business and um you know it's okay but i never got to act yeah. because i didn't want to mess up my chances later down the road because i never got my green card like i wasn't ah. able to there was like a a thing. So you still had to have that in order to yeah. properly act. Yeah, the reason I could the reason I could work in in law was because I was there for that reason. That was what my visa was mm, for. Okay. You know what I mean? 
So what happens? You get your master's so, and then? <clears throat> I got married. Of no. course. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't right away, but I met, <laughs> I met a guy uh -huh. and then uh, I stayed out there for like two years. Oh, he was in LA? Um, yeah, he, he, was, he was in San Diego. He was in Vegas first. Okay. First favorite place. And then he moved to San Diego um, where I met him. And then we did, you know, we, we got married pretty quickly because he was actually applying for his green card and I was like on my way there. So we got he, that Canadian done. Canadian as well? No, he's straight out of Serbia. Okay. Like, he is, like, straight out of, so foreign. That's a new movie title. Straight, straight out of Serbia. <laughs> he's got the accent and everything. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm, like, really not into, like, Serbian guys. I think, mm -hmm. like, from there, I think they're very... Is it your dad? Yeah, like, who really <laughs> wants to marry their dad? You know? But, um... Wait, I thought I, all little... No, excuse me. <laughs> I know, I know what you're going to say. Don't all little girls... Like, they, yeah, yeah. They want, like, someone who they can... Like, they're, like, a father that... Yeah. Can, like, someone who can do the things that their father did. Yeah, like, okay. I don't know. Like, I wish, for example, that... No offense, Dushane, um, That he could, like, fix a car or something. You know? Like, I miss... I, I really do. Like, I see my future, and I'm like, yeah. we're, we're not going to be we're able screwed. to... We're sc screwed. Yeah, like, look at my dad. He does everything. But anyway, um, <laughs> no, I needed someone a little less like judgy yeah. and, <laughs> and we, like and, angry. And he, was a, he was a tennis player or a tennis coach. Yeah, yeah, he was a he was number one in Yugoslavia wow. when Yugoslavia was a country, mm -hmm. and then he um, traveled for. He's still traveling. Well, he he was a tennis player his whole life. So yeah. at, at sixteen, he started on the tour. He's been on the tour. And he's like in his 40s now. He's still tr touring, but now he's coaching. Yeah. Coached um, the number one tennis player in the world. Mm. If you know anything about tennis, um, Novak Djokovic. Mm -hmm. um, coached uh, the number one doubles team in the world, the Bryan brothers. Coached just his great resume. Like the guy's wow. done it all in tennis. Like yeah. it, you can't get much higher as a coach. So mm. I'm very proud of him. Um, but you guys never play tennis together because you hate never. it. Never. So it's true it's so true yeah like it's people are like oh my god do you play every day i'm like are you kidding me hell no you haven't got a racket since that day <laughs> you chucked it it's like growing weeds around it or something now like i go back to the spot it's like a shrine of yeah. or something yeah yeah and then you convinced him to it. move to mississauga can you believe that can that's you believe love. that that's love oh my god God. The guy could have lived in Los Angeles. I know. San Diego. San Diego. Well, you know, he travels a lot. So, like, right now he's in Germany. So, mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Travel. Do your thing. Yeah. When, we, when it's really time to settle down, we can we can have a conversation. Yeah. But I love Canada. I don't know. Like, America's amazing. And the opportunities for both of us are amazing. Mm -hmm. But, man... I just like Canada. I really do. That's a good thing. Yeah. So yeah. tell me again. So, okay, you do get married, but in terms of career, mm -hmm. um, in terms of like acting. Yeah. You, I, I'm, I'm guessing you come back here because you don't have your green card, right? I ended up getting my green card. We both ah, did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so I stayed out there and uh, I auditioned out there mm -hmm. and um, did some commercials. Okay. Um, but uh, why did we move back here? Oh, because I got the show. That's what happened. This show. This show. Okay. Because um, I was I was on my way to LA the day of the audition. Yeah. I was going back out there to you know be in my apartment and yeah. clean up and whatever mm -hmm. I had to do. I hadn't been there in a month, and uh, I got the role. So I I basically haven't been back to LA since 
Um, last uh, January. So tell me about so Star Falls. <clears throat> yeah, Star Falls on Nickelodeon. Yep. Tell me about the show. Tell me about your character. Um. All right. Uh, so Star Falls is a really cute show um, about this. It's from my perspective, so I'll tell you my perspective. Yeah, yeah. But there's a bunch of different ways you can you can pitch it. Um, I see it as sort of like this. Um, Gilmore Girls type of show with a with a young mom and her daughter who mm-hmm. live on their own with a um, you know their lives under control, but then all of a sudden you have this Hollywood family move in, and your daughter starts scheming ah. to get your me the mom mm-hmm. to fall in love with the Hollywood actor, ah. the dad of these three kids. And I thought you know it's it's cute, so it's it's basically just a, you know. Um, it's 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 really cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the cool thing about this show that I say a lot is like there's no laugh track. Um, I think it's the first blended family that Nickelodeon has done, so that's also pretty great. Um, and um, it's got a lot of adult appropriate humor. Like it's it's ah. it's not um, boring for adults to watch. Mm. You know, so um, I guess that that's that kind of sums that up. In nice. a way, yeah, yeah. And you, I guess you've taped the first season already. Yeah, we filmed all twenty episodes mm-hmm. um, last year. Okay. And uh, which basically took up the whole summer, um, four months, about four months. Yeah. So the, this this time the summer's it's it's summer, and I'm like, what is this feeling? Because I haven't been in Canada for the summer ah. in years. And oh, last wow. year when I was here for the summer. I, I, like I was in the studio at 5 a.m. and out at 7. Like I didn't know it was summer. You get to enjoy the weather. I missed all of it. Yeah. yeah. So this year is really weird for me. When I step outside, I'm like, what is this thing? Um, but uh, yeah, so we filmed 20 episodes and. Um, so you filmed it here in Toronto. It's done. Yeah, there's okay. um, the Degrassi lot at uh, 401 and DVP. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of studios out there, and we were just a couple, we were right across from the Degrassi lot. Four hundred one in DVP. Yeah. Okay. You would never know. That's my good. Like, where is that? It's off of Eglinton. So if you take Eglinton off of uh, the DVP, yeah, and you go east. Yeah. It's like right if there's a you'll hit a gas station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, um, it's called Bermondsey. Bermondsey, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's on Bermondsey. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's Down a there. bunch of studios there. You would never know because they look no. just like abandoned warehouses. Yeah, my son is taking like skating lessons at the arena down there. Oh my god! Yeah, that yeah. The, I drive. I drove past it every day. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, but it's just like so secret. It's not like in L.A. where you're like Universal, and then you have these and gates tour buses and stuff. <laughs> no, it's just like a bus stop, and then there's like a garbage truck, and you're like, well, this is where we work. <laughs> at the, isn't there like a Homes for Humanity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a habitat. Yep, there is. You're right. Yep. And then across the street, there's like some faucet store. Like you can buy some really fancy faucets. Nice. I don't know if okay. you're into the business of buying faucets. But if you wanted to. But if you wanted to buy you faucets. Can, you can get some faucets there. Yes, exactly. So what are you doing this summer? Um, I'm actually getting married this summer. Ah. Yay. So I had to put it off last year. Now you've said he's your husband. Yeah. We eloped in Vegas. Okay. Full disclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really happy we did it. Under the influence or this was like No, no, no. Sober. We planned it. Fully, pu- right. fully planned. Um, it was, I don't know. I'm happy we did it that way. I'm happy it was low key. Uh, I get really weird. Like even though I'm an actor, I get really weird when like there's a lot of attention on me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like weird. I don't know how to explain it. Probably need to see a therapist. But um, I definitely <laughs> thought that uh, now that we're married, 
this is going to be a lot better. It's mm-hmm. just, it's still been a lot, it's still been very stressful mm-hmm. planning a wedding this summer, but um, I feel a lot of lightness because we're not actually doing anything. <laughs> really, we're not getting married again. Yeah. We're already married. Just throwing a big party. Just throwing a big party. Yeah. Um, but it, the planning behind it is a little. Yeah. It's taking up literally all of my time. Like, Amira, I haven't posted on Instagram in a week. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, does she have like a schedule? I don't know, but she's you know I should be active like, on, on that thing. Yeah, it's 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 been pretty lame actually. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so that's the summer, and then I think we find out in June whether or not um, we get greenlit for a second season. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. So you're not doing any. You're not trying out for any new roles or anything like I'm that. I'm not allowed. Really? Yeah, I've been optioned on this like on a four year term, so I can't option. I can't. So they've picked up the option. Well, not yet, but they've ah. bought they've bought me out until the mid middle of June. Okay. So I can't audition for anything. But by mid June, I'm already out of the country for for oh. my own pleasures. Yeah. Um, I did audition for Suits last week, which is funny because I'm a lawyer and I didn't get the role. But hey, you know. So that show's still continuing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think they're going to do one more season with them. Um, and you can marry a Catherine Hagel. <laughs> How the heck did that happen? I mean, honestly. I have no clue. That's really strange. I don't know. It's so weird. It's all kinds of weird. I'm like, this is this is just a scene from the show, right? This is just a scene? Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. So do you find so out whether you think. get it or not? Or? I didn't. I don't think I got it. No? They don't tell you. It's so annoying. You didn't tell them, listen, I've got a master's. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? Tell me. This is this is perfect, right? This is perfect? No? Um, no, they don't care. And there's just so much, like, I realize now mm-hmm. to land a role, yeah. how many factors go into that. Sure. That have nothing to do with you. Mm. Literally nothing. Like, I don't know, someone maybe was, like, picking their nose, and they're like, well, you know, let me just go and, like, I don't know, throw this out. And like, he misses the conversation. And they're like, oh, we're going to go with that person. And he comes back. He's like, what happened? Uh, like, it's just so, like, the universe literally has to conspire. Hmm. Um, As it's so, done for you know. many times. In the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, so not, it's, <laughs> not anymore. It's forgotten about you. <laughs> I think the universe is a little confused about me right I now. you just had to do that Toyota commercial. That was it. <laughs> that was the end game. Uh, you want to know something funny? That car got recalled. The car that I went <laughs> oh, no. for the Toyota commercial got fully recalled because the brakes weren't working. So I still got my money out of it. You still got your money. But the car is no longer there Oh, on my the goodness. It's just, yeah. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. <laughs> It was so weird, yeah. Well. And and not to say that you're not busy or anything, but you're you're writing a book as well? <sighs> yes. <laughs> this is like the worst. I would love to talk about this. It's just oh, no. the most depressing conversation ever because Why? it's taking me forever. And like I'm working with an editor now and now mm-hmm. everything's changing. So for me, Yes, I'm writing a book, but like I feel like I'm I feel like I'm just like literally like like bleeding out, like slitting my wrists and just like ready waiting to die because it's just taking oh, no. so long. Like So it's so, okay. When when did this when so did this start? Long. When did this it's, book writing start? It started like 3 years ago when I was still doing the masters at at UCLA okay. and I don't know. I I um 
I love it. I love the process. You know, it, it wasn't consistent up until this past year and a half where I've just devoted all my time to it mm-hmm. because I realized, you know, if it's not acting, it's writing, period. Why? That's, so how do you like why writing? How do that? I love it. Really? I, I can't. I can't. You know, um, it's weird because I was always working in the performing arts, you know, like mm. it was acting and, you know, singing or dancing or whatever. But like I said before, like, I think I've developed this realization where I just would rather sit behind everything and uh-huh. um, like help other people like thrive in the spotlight like whether it's a character or whether it's I don't know it's it's, okay. it's weird like mm-hmm. I would love to eventually you know write for television and um, do that kind of thing you know okay. but uh, I just need to finish this book first yeah. and I need to see where the show goes uh, um, sure. you know so a lot of things are going to change in the next few months I think and then so tell me, like, yeah. what did the book start off as and, and what is it today? Um, well, it started off as like a dark, like YA novel about these, um, these, uh, like, essentially zodiacal gods that had fallen from their stars mm-hmm. and uh, basically just wanted to kill each other. <laughs> and um, that evolved into kind of like a younger reading level for like 11, 9, 10, 11 year olds. Mm-hmm. And now it's more about... Um, like the way that I like a fake interpretation of how the mythology of astrology began so like mm. there's the Greek interpretation there's like the Indian interpretation there's the Babylonian there's all these different interpretations of astrology yeah. but then there's mine so I'm gonna write it for kids as like as if it was like the new way of astrology ah. yeah but it's still about these kids that have so it's fallen. still about this story same yeah story. similar yeah the kids <clears throat> fall to earth they have magical powers there's like you know elemental manipulations Mm -hmm. and like crystals and it's very it's very fun for kids you know um so but i hope i can teach them something about astrology too like i'm in no way an astrologist and Mm -hmm. like i don't think i will ever fall down that like go down that road but i really do think that i don't know there's got to be some sort of connection between like the stuff above us and stuff like just literally the, the magnetic poles and i i don't know it's just it's too what's too much for this. What's the inspiration behind this? Um, okay, this is going to sound silly, but Mindy Kalig, yeah. um, she had tweeted something about Twilight like mm-hmm. a long time ago, and she's like, "What is this all about?" Like, first it was first it was wizards, and then it was vampires or witches, and it was vampires, and like, what's next? Like centaurs? And I was like, "Well, I'm a Sagittarius," and I'm like, "And there isn't anything out there that has to do with like." astrology but it it is kind of like the final myth like Mm -hmm. there's nothing else out there really that has been tackled i mean percy jackson uh was uh this this book series about greek mythology Mm -hmm. but again it didn't you know astrology in itself is its own set of like common mythical things that are agreed upon in the entire world yeah so i was like it's interesting that no one's tackled that one yet so um mindy said it first it's interesting and you took inspiration to write a book yeah yeah, wow. I did some research um, and I knew what I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. then serendipitously, I came across this short story that Rudyard Kipling wrote. And Rudyard Kipling wrote The Jungle Book. If you mm-hmm. didn't know. And uh, he wrote this short story called Children of the Zodiac. And um, I loved it. It was just so perfect. And it was exactly what I needed to read in order to feel like, yes, this is what I want to do. And so when if this book ever, ever comes out, which I hope it will, um, <laughs> I just have to you know, get there. Um, I'm going to pay homage to him, like for sure. Like this man, this story was so pretty Mm -hmm. and uh, I want everyone to know that it was inspired by him. So 
Yeah. So where are you today? Like, <clears throat> where's the process at now? Uh, it's being edited. So um, okay, that's a good thing. It's a good step. Yeah, yeah. there's just a lot of changes now that mm. I think will take another few months. Okay. So um, it's being edited, and um, yeah, I just don't see the end of the the road. I don't see the light. No, <laughs> and then I can see like then there's gonna be like a Percy Jackson series of movies. Yeah, maybe. Oh my God, I would love. You know, if I did that, I would love for. Um, Oh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Who did, help me out here, the director? Tim Burton. Yeah, oh, I would love sure. Tim Burton to do it, to, if this ever became a movie. Yeah. Like, I love it. It's just so, it's just a weird concept. So go weird with it, like colorful and wild. And Lamira, that's, uh, that's your next step. You can yeah. Look, yeah, just hook her up. Call Tim Burton. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. But, so, um, so, yeah. I'm really curious. In your, as I was doing research... Um, in your Twitter profile, no, not your Twitter profile, your Instagram, in your URL, mm -hmm. it's welcome to, oh. welcome to jill.com. Yeah. That's your thing, right? Yeah. Because I can't find it. So what is this? I wrote that, like I started writing of this blog because I have a lot of silly stories mm -hmm. and I just wanted to make a blog of it. And this started like four or five years ago and I just never really post, like I never published it. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of weeks ago, I just, I was talking to my sister and she's like, man, whatever happened to Jill? Cause I'd done a lot. Like you, we're talking about this stuff and like, yeah. I have all these random stories. I mean, and they come with a lot of mini stories in between and like embarrassing stories. And like, I was not cool in high school and I was not cool in university and like, just big loser overall. <laughs> so there's a lot of, you know, funny little elements that I thought um, I could turn into like a bit of creative inspiration. Hmm. So it's out there now. I posted it two weeks ago. And so the goal is every week. It's kind of like, I don't know if you've, well, Tina Fey has this book out called Bossy Pants and it's kind of like an autobiography. Mm -hmm. um, and so what I did was I just kind of started this like blog autobiography with some fabrications in there um and every week i'm going to release a new chapter of like just something random ah. yeah so um and then it has like a fake resume on there with yeah, all of my <laughs> what is this? what is it it's like some weird yeah. like random girl named jill who's done it all and uh -huh. has these stories to tell mm -hmm. and that's it okay um yeah so yeah that that I, that's like something that's really fun for me i, I have like it's basically a diary at this point, ah. you know, a diary with some, just like, stories that with stories. Now are these stories inspired by your life? Yes, definitely, ah. definitely. Some of them are more real. I'll have to than go back others. and reread some of this. Yeah, some of the stuff because yeah. I was going through. I go, I don't get it. What is this? Yeah, <laughs> it's just a bunch of cha it's just a bunch of chapters and uh, uh, some girl that's sharing her 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 essentially existence online. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So a writer now. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. That's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I like it. <laughs> Elena, thanks so much. Thank you so much for, for stopping having by. me. Listen, yeah. bef before I let you go, yeah. Um, I just want to tell people where they can uh, find more information about you and, and myself. So obviously, welcome to Jill. Yes. Dot com is your online diary. That's not really you, but it could be you. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> where, where else, if people wanted to find out what you're up to, where, where could they work? Um, Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I lay low on Twitter for now, but I'm on Instagram at e.v.wolf. And, and welcome you can, to jill.com. Welcome to jill.com. Nice. <laughs> and again, you can find me on Twitter at Kareem Kanji. And if you want to hear 
uh, more episodes, you could uh, look at girthradio.com as well as kareemkanji.com slash subscribe. Um, and you'll figure out how to uh, get more of these uh, awesome conversations in your ear. And if you enjoyed this conversation, check out episode 122 with uh, Megan Hutchings, who's on the show In Contempt. Uh, and episode 115 with Abigail Winter, who's on Mary Kills People. Elena, where, like, so the, the show Star Falls, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. what day, what time, do you know? Well, it's not in Canada. Um, in the States, you can... Actually, I can't even I can't even promo the show right now because uh, they're changing the time on us. But oh right now it's um, Saturdays at um, eight thirty. Eight thirty. And I think people have the internet now. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. So I think if they go online, yeah, they can do. You you go online. You figure Star that Falls, out. Star Falls, no idea. <laughs> this has been fun, Elena. It's been very fun. Thanks for having me. <laughs>